You're listening to The Trainumentary. On this episode, we visit with musician Jason Moran. I was introduced to John Coltrane through Thelonious Monk's music, the the great records. Uh, Thelonious Monk with John Coltrane, uh, the live at the Five Spot recording, and hearing um, somebody play with Thelonious Monk that was uh, truly on a, on a path with finding a, a route through the music that was as original as Monk's route, and hearing them develop together, and that also that great uh, Carnegie Hall recording that just came out recently was good to hear again just to hear them play live and to hear their music uh, kind of work in tandem with each other but always on these paths that are quite bumpy but quite smooth at the same time developed is something that in jazz history you know as a musician you you yearn to hear musicians play with this much integrity and what they uh, personify is is the ability to tell story the ability to have line to have form and function and rhythm and language in a way that you take it around the world and it's as viable to somebody in China as it is to somebody in Harlem that is the goal of the music, is to be able to reach anyone and everyone without actually saying a word, but just playing some notes and playing your experiences. And that an audience can always hear when you are trying to share and when you're trying to grow and what you are concerned with. Train obviously had that in his mind throughout all of his music, which makes him one of the great examples for musicians to follow because he was always searching. Giant Steps was the one that made me really recognize how unbelievable he was as a composer as well as just an improviser. And also at the same time, I was trying to learn how to play drums. So listening to him play Countdown and I would try to play drums with Train, you know, just <laughs> as, a, as a good exercise for me to try to learn how to play the drums and learning what rhythm was and listening to how Art Taylor played and listening to how Tommy Flanagan tried to navigate through those difficult tunes. Um, but then hearing Train just breeze through the stuff like, like, oh yeah, this is just a, a passing fancy. This is just me walking through dandelions, you know. This music is um, was so personal, so new, so uh, even when I heard it in 19, what is it, 88 or whatever, it was just like, wow. And then from then on, it was things like Sunship, and then there was pieces like, of course, Love Supreme. And, and just recently hearing this One Down, One Up um, live record, I mean, I've been listening to that solo over and over on planes to and from 
Europe just incessantly and listening to that power and just am in awe of that power and have told my trio, I want our trio, Bandwagon, to be as powerful as the John Coltrane Quartet. I want us to have that sense of power, that sense of making a statement and that sense of drive, even though we're a piano trio. I told them that years ago, and that is still one of our goals today. must listen to who John Coltrane is because in his art form he represented one of the highest levels of artistry within jazz. That he was socially aware, that he was musically aware, that he was emotionally aware with not only what his plight was but what his audience's plight was. And that he trusted himself and his musicians and his audience enough to actually publicly display his work. And that takes a different kind of mentality to actually take those kinds of risks. And Train represents that type of risk-taking that makes America what it is. It's the same type of risk that Frederick Douglass took. It's the same type of risk the person, you know, Buzz Aldrin who went to the moon, or, you know, Neil Armstrong, people going to the moon, it's fucking crazy. But it's the same sort of risk that makes us as, uh, just as humans, idolize someone uh, train is the type of person that, and the type of artist that people, regardless of their art form, whether they're dancers or choreographers, whether they're opera singers, whether they're uh, jazz musicians, whether they're visual artists, you know, whether they're um, playwrights or writers, you know, everybody recognizes when they listen to him that it was truly something rare. And uh, the people who got to see him live were really fortunate. But the people who are living now and just get a chance to listen to his music because it's available, then you are in store for kind of an awakening in your body. And uh, everybody needs an awakening. For more information on the program, visit trainumentary.blogspot.com. <laughs>